What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's good to be talking to you once again on the podcast. We have been making some, you know, changes in the background. So now we got our game plan. You're going to see more and more episodes coming down the pipe. So make sure you stay tuned and get ready. Now, today we're going to be talking about a subject that I feel needs to be enacted in the next decade. When we look at our culture, as African Americans, or even if you're a person who is on the continent of Africa, or someone that's in the Caribbean, or someone Afro Latino, anyone in the African diaspora, one thing we do more than any other culture is give away and share our culture with too many people. And there's a problem for me with that. The people that will take from our culture, they will turn around, especially them folks, turn around, not pay homage to the people it came from, feel that they have a right to copy, to mimic, to do whatever with our culture, get upset if we say something about that, try to shame us about saying something about our culture and trying to get other people to jump in and say, why can't we do that? What is the wrong with that? See, let me tell you what's wrong with that. You want all the good that comes from us, but you don't want to endure what we have to endure to be us. You want to take all of the fun and don't want none of the heartache. You want to make money off of our culture. And we say that, Hey, wait a minute, hold on. You know, you don't even give them the homage. You acting like you created it. Then you would have the nerve to be disrespectful. Like bad baby was to catch me outside girl. But I can't just say something about other people. I have to be fair. Being fair is saying this. A lot of it is our fault. I'm going to repeat that again. A lot of it is our fault because we are so quick to teach people how we do things. We're so quick to teach people outside of our community, our lingo, what acronyms we're saying, what do they mean? We're quick to do that. For instance, like on the internet, we'll have little acronyms, even on my African diaspora news channel that we may do. And we, we know what it means. Someone comes in the chat and say, Hey, what does that mean? Now, if we had any kind of respect for our culture, our code, we would never tell a person what it means. We would say nothing because you don't supposed to tell people how you're communicating. Let me give you an example. Do you see Japanese or Chinese people teaching you their culture? Do you see them just rarely teaching us Japanese or Mandarin? No, they don't do that because they respect their culture. They don't do that because they know that if I give out my culture to everybody, I won't be special anymore because when people want to see my culture, they have to come to me, not everyone else. And the problem is you have all these people 
taken from our culture and it makes us just really blend and go away. But other groups don't allow that because they understand that in order for me to be my unique self, I have to protect my culture. And what I'm saying to us, as we go into 2020, because it's approaching us, it we are going into a new decade. We ain't talking about a new year. We saying a new decade in this decade. A lot of us is going to rise. We are. And a lot of us going to fall off on the wayside because we are following the wrong things. And I can talk about that in another podcast. But if you want us to be a unique group, then we got to stop teaching our culture. We can't be sharing our culture with everybody anymore. If you want to be a distinct group, if you want to have people respect you, then that's what we will have to do. We gonna have to cut off our culture from everybody. Rappers, you can't allow any old person just to come in to the culture. See, when you do that, you get a Takashi 69. See, back in, in, in the 90s and even in the 80s, Takashi 69 wouldn't even went on the block. Because the moment you saw him coming down the street with that rainbow hair, you're like, man, you don't get your lame self away from here. Because beyond which, when Takashi 69 came out, I said, he looked like he belonged at the LGBTQ club performing over there. Because he that's exactly what he looked like to me. He looked like he belonged with that crowd. And nothing wrong with him doing that. And that's, but he wouldn't have been in our spaces. No. But because you have no respect for the culture, you let Takashi 69 come into our culture. He gets above a lot of y'all that's been rapping on the block for a long time. He gets the record deals. He gets the money. He, he gets in all kind of, uh, thugging. Then he turns around and snitch on y'all. He get all y'all jammed up. Y'all get more time than him. We're all the snitching, but, but you can't just say Takashi six, nine, it goes back to the dudes that said that and let Takashi six, nine in your area, in your culture, in what you got going on. See people in Takashi six nines group. Don't sit up there and let black people into their culture like that. They don't teach you Spanish like that. They don't tell you all their customs and cultures and they shouldn't. So, but, but we would do as black people. We let anybody into our culture. Oh, she said this. He said that. Oh, look how they wear their hair. You want to claim everybody is black when they're not even saying they black, but you want to claim them as black. You, you're not happy with yourself. You're not happy with, with the rest of black people worldwide. You just looking for a, tr- a friend outside of the black community and not everybody come by. You is your friend. A lot of people is not your friend. Some people are coming to you for nefarious reasons and, and, and you have to protect your culture because when, when something is too readily available, it's cheap. It's worthless. Something's expensive means that I can't just get access to that. It's going to take me a lot of hard work. For example, you can go out and get you a Ford focus easily. One of those cars don't cost you much money, but tell me about going out and getting you a Maserati. A Maserati is worth a lot more than a Ford focus for one. Not anybody can afford a Maserati, but a whole lot of people can afford that Ford focus. So the value of the Maserati is so much better because one, people can't get access to it like that because of the price Two, because of the price it is better things that go into that Maserati. And it would be that Ford focus. You understand? Well, look at our culture like that. Our culture is a Maserati, a Lamborghini, etc. But we have 
cheapened our culture down to the Ford Focus price. We have cheapened that because we have given it away. Imagine if people was just giving away Maseratis and Lambos and everybody had a Lambo and everybody had a Maserati. It would not be something to try to buy. It wouldn't be your um, 40 year old, you know, midlife crisis. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be none of that for you to go buy. You understand what I'm saying? Because it wouldn't be worth anything if everybody had it. So let's go back to our culture. Everybody, we have to understand, we can't give that away. Now we can't stop somebody from copying. You can't, you can't stop somebody from looking at you and then saying, Oh, I want to copy that. But what we can do as a people, we have to stop people coming into our culture. We have to stop big up in people coming into our culture. We have to tighten our culture down and make sure our culture is our culture. Because you say do it for the culture. You're not doing nothing for the culture. If you don't have a culture to protect And right now, everybody got your culture. What culture are you protecting right now? You have to do that because me personally, I'm tired of watching everybody copy everything that we do. Like nobody want to be unique anymore. That's annoying to me too, but we can't stop other people and what they choose to do. But we can talk about what we do as a community. So as we go into this next decade, if we have something that we are saying, do me a favor. Anyone asks you online, what does that mean? Don't tell them. Do not tell them at all. They can go research if they want. You can't stop someone from researching, but don't tell them. You come up with a new dance, you come up with a new style. Don't teach it to nobody. Not to say they can't go try to learn it, but let them go take the initiative to, to do it themselves instead of us teaching it. You understand? Tighten down our culture when it comes to hip hop, R&B. Tighten it down. Don't just let anybody in and then they can just do what they want. No. And what I mean by letting anybody in is this. You could say, well, we don't own all the record labels. We don't have to. We are the culture. And we could say who's accepted and who is not based on who we get behind and we support. That's how we protect our culture It's through the support. Understand? If you come into our culture, number one, you need to be thoroughly vetted for one, two, you better be paying homage to the culture you're coming into. And also after that, you need to make sure you be respectful at all times, or you're going to lose the support and you're not going to be able to do anything. Everyone that says there's a rapper or uh, hip hop or whoever they got going on, everybody can't just come in like that. You know, cause I remember at one point in time that I remember black men were the only ones wearing in black, you know, teenage boys or whatever boys. But I remember at one point in time, Jordan's was a black thing. It was nothing but black people with Jordan's. Not everybody doing it. I remember at one point in time sagging pants, even though I don't sag my pants, I can't stand that. But I know it was a, you know, dudes on the street would do something like that. Not everybody want to do that. You know, it, it just, I can walk through so many different things. I was giving just small examples, even with the women. I remember black girls wear and black women wear box braids. Not everybody want to do it. You understand? Like we can't be unique to ourselves. We, everybody wants to do what we do. And, and, and the people can say, well, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. No, it's not. It's not. It would be flattery if those people was paying homage and giving respect. They will sit up there, take our culture 
It's, it costs the N-word. That is, that's another thing. You sit up there liking rap music, but still calling us the N-word. You get what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. And if we don't stand up and say something as black people about our culture and, and, and take our culture back, all these different people who's making all this money off of black people, like in the hair care industry, um, you know, where you're doing nails, um, clothes, food, whatever case, we have to, in this next decade, take all of that back because it is not right that you have the beauty industry is owned mostly by Asians. That's listen, if they want to own their culture and they own their culture, but we supposed to own our culture. They don't supposed to be owning theirs and ours. When it comes to that, we only own 3% of that space. We should be owning a hundred percent of that space or the 97% and then let somebody else, if they want to own 3%, we got to tighten up worldwide. We got to tighten this culture up. Those of you on the continent with Afro beats, don't teach them folks Afro beats. Forget that. The only people you want to teach Afro beats to, or we could teach culture with is within our own groups. Cause we are different in different parts of the world, but you know, we can teach you, you know, different things we do here or, or, or different acronyms. You can teach us, you know, different things in Africa, you know, in the Caribbean, we can learn from you. You can learn from us. You know, you Afro Latino, we all can share with each other within the culture, but anyone outside of it, we gotta, we gotta thoroughly vet that. Now I will say this, you know, people in the Caribbean, they, they keep their culture a little bit more tighter than African-Americans do. Africans, they don't teach everybody their culture too much either. I mean, but some of them do still teach it, but not as much as we do as African-Americans. So as African-Americans, if we want to be at, y'all always talking about, you know, you being your own distinct group. Well, your own distinct group don't teach your culture to everybody. And if they copy it, we wouldn't support it. It's like, you know, go be yourself. Like we just, we have to be that way. And of course people will say, well, you know, cause they don't really know anything about culture. They think everything about a color because the system was created based on color, based on a, you know, a group of people that, you know, didn't have anything to base things off of, but just color. They will say, well, that kind of conversation seems kind of, you know, I think it's kind of racist. Well, first of all, we don't care what you think. Um, that's very foremost. Second of all, we have a right to protect our culture because go tell Asians, go tell Arabs, go tell all these different groups about their culture. And, and they should be teaching you their culture and they shouldn't say nothing about it. But see, you don't go bother them because you don't want to copy them. You know what I'm saying? You're not trying to copy an Indian culture. You're not trying to copy anybody else's culture like that. You do it at times. Then they even call you out. Remember Katy Perry, when she was wearing the kimono and all that Japanese people called her out. Why? Because they're protecting their culture. I didn't take issue with them calling her out. They have every right to, she's not Japanese be herself, but we will sit up here and allow everyone else to do this. And it like says on us at the end of the day, I'm not blaming them. I'm, I'm blaming us. So coming to 2020, it's time to protect our culture. Leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, 
support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.